0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Greetings, this is Abayomi Azikawe and welcome back to another edition of the Pan-African Journal. The Pan-African Journal is an audio news magazine It's brought to you here on a weekly basis. Uh, I am your host, uh, Abayomi Azikoway. Today is Sunday, uh, July 2nd, uh, 2023. We're broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit. We'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in once again to yet another edition of uh, the Pan-African Journal. And uh, later on, we'll be coming up uh, with our regular Pan-African Newswire report. We'll have dispatches on the aftermath of the national elections in Sierra Leone, where an opposition party has rejected the results. The Republic of Namibia has reported an upsurge in economic growth. We'll have details on that as well. The China-Africa Trade Exhibition uh, has discussed enhancing cooperation between uh, the two geopolitical regions. And the Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, has said that the Ukraine government is not acting independently, making negotiations futile. In the second hour, we look in detail at the rebellion that is still going on in France, which was sparked uh, by the police killing of a North African youth. Finally, we examine the African National Congress Youth League elective conference that is taking place this weekend. These and other features will be brought to you uh, During the course of our program Stay tuned uh, We'll take our musical interlude uh, With the orchestra Lapua Lapua Let's listen in mm-hmm.
2: Kasal ni
3: Namil se abato, lo bina E
2: bie. Epo nini sabo
3: na? Chiri si banal mo bimbabon ako luka yo, na mo na yawa ti mitakupa dure. Koringa na ringa kio sa ringa ilo na bade ko, na mi pesa kio ganyo sa mama. Nasenga ki mama baundi oh, oh, melangai nasali nyamse kuki o salingai pamba wo shusho pensi bolingo na mi bali misatoe Ghana bendi nzotoe oh lo nae mi bali misatoe tapa ya siri kaka mani o Yo lo baka za ngeni nsubu ya kala boni ba mwana eno na o kanisa na kali mwana mwani. ikana mekanza so e. mananga basi solo boni ngoi ba sala ka faete ponga ina ngipesa Tala libosolo na e sa rapena si mani, ibakuwa ngakananda te poligamo si may. sanakanancela te ko do o benda ya no Pero la ocaliza, solo basta la mi pensa, tala ni la, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm sonele to Mama ye mama ye ye oh, mama ye, ye oh, oh, mama ye mombasa. Sheri kiti manaya, kunyoka lori baliza lini sumu mama, moninga yo peo a bise. Yo mama barico ya bizariniza sana matei Sosuki wa bila mure to mi bololo matei me Sosuki wa bila mure to mi bololo Mombasa Yo mama yeye yeah, yeah, o oh, mama yeye o matei me Yo mama yeye yeah, yeah, o oh, mama i <laughs> sta mo yo mamá bololo bololo Oh mama yeah yeah oh, mama, yeah, yeah, oh, monte, ma, yeah. oh mama yeah yeah oh, mote Oh mama yeah yeah oh, oh mama yeah yeah oh. Oh, am yeah, yeah, Oh, my, my, yeah, yeah, oh
2: I am a Fukae, Fuka
3: Fuka.
2: I am a man a no pensan a promesas de enamor de hayete. Eh,
3: nazi truble, os andemos contigo. Vean en mi mambo. Eh, nazi truble, os andemos contigo. Truble, truble, amorico e fuga. On se pari, mon top no I'm <muchas>
2: Mwana na ya bomo nanga ina
3: etelo masolo moses utete ya bolingo. Tsa mabiala, tsa mabiala. Na luki moye nyasaba tsoguta na diye bapo ebo tsanga ebo tsanga tsanga. Basusi tsango nyasonga na ebe mizoto.
2: Ope tsana tsome sebenabo na yete.
3: Nazi trouble on the phone, 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 They are the mingambo. Yeah. Nazi trouble oh. Come come Ungana le business so eh, mobile na jaki mote mae, yewana babosoli. Nalemi nalemi ba teko, unga na le business so eh, mobile na mae, yewana babosoli. Nacikali babo. Nadika ni, angana
2: kupeli kakabolingo, angana kolinga iya monana se, basuku bakoluka angana ponyaka, oyonde lisuma bande kong angana kolela o. Nalebi nalebi
3: batego, angana lebi zoto e. Mo balina jaki mo se Dale mi dale mi dale con honda dale pincho ese so maria es mo bali na que mate bae yo na papa coli nati coli papa elito elito
2: Na di na. Li
3: no. pulo. Na Patati kane zi mangabe e kimonakwe Kimonako za pare e kimonakwe Kimonako antsa pane mane e kimonakwe Nopa dile ma kolako Sida kenge la haya ya mivali nyoso yaanikie patua etonda zote bandanatikaka
4: ya suloniki na, na
3: kupilelo Mote maeko slow, na kinanga esaye, na kominde na sukao yoko na kanga we. Kobo ya teniki, mote maeko slow, na kinanga esaye, na kominde na sukao yoko na kanga we Okay. Hey, my, baby, I'm gonna be your man, your man, your man, your man, your
1: Classic uh, Congolese music of the Lopura Lopura Orchestra, and uh, that uh, music, of course, is played uh, here uh, only, exclusively on the Pan African Journal Special Worldwide Radio Broadcast uh, for Sunday, July second, twenty twenty-three, and we're broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit. And right now, we'd like to move into our Pan-African Newswire segment uh, of our program. And these are some of the headlines in today's Pan-African Newswire. Sierra Leone's uh, main opposition party yesterday demanded a rerun of last weekend's presidential election after incumbent President Julius Maada Bill was declared the winner and swiftly sworn in for a second term in the West African state. The opposition All People's Congress Party, or APC, accused Sierra Leone's Electoral Commission of conspiring with Dio's party to rig the results. In a statement, the party also called for the resignation of Electoral Commission Chairman Mohamed Kornet and his entire team, among others. And in other news, uh, taking place on the continent in the southern African state of Namibia, the economy in the first quarter of this year expanded at a sturdy pace, the country's central bank said, In its June 2023 quarterly bulletin, the real gross domestic product uh, year on year in Q1 came in at 5%, according to the bulletin released uh, late on Thursday. The bulletin revealed that in the primary industry, buoyant growth uh, was recorded in the mining and quarrying sector during the first quarter owing to higher production of diamonds, uranium, gold, and zinc concentrates, whereas the pace of growth slowed in the agriculture forestry and fishing sector furthermore growth slowed in the secondary industry on the back of a contraction in the manufacturing sector offsetting the strong growth in the electricity and water sector as well as a slight recovery in the construction sector you're listening to the pan-african newswire segment of uh, the pan-african journal the third china africa economic and trade expo Kicked off uh, in Shanzha, capital of central China's Hunan province, on June the 29th, the four-day event-themed Common Development for a Shared Future is expected to draw wide participation and build new momentum for China-Africa economic and trade cooperation. At the Shanzha International Convention and Exhibition Center, the main venue of the event, a number of featured commodities from Africa, such as wine, coffee, and handicrafts, as well as China's engineering machinery, medical equipment, consumer goods, and agricultural equipment were exhibited. The exhibition area expanded by 30,000 square meters from the last session to 100,000 square meters in the most recent sessions. And finally, uh, in regard uh, to the situation in Eastern Europe, it is pointless to speak with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky if he doesn't act independently. That's according to Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov. He said this in an interview uh, with the radio and television of Portugal Media Group. Everybody knows that Zelensky is in no way an independent figure. He is being told what to do, which policy to pursue. Of course, he is improvising while pursuing this course, depending on the situation on this concrete day, but it is senseless to speak with him, uh, the Russian Foreign Minister said. He drew attention to the Kiev-initiated meeting in Copenhagen, which was attended by Western diplomats. Quote, now the West has backed a group of countries which have met in Copenhagen these days, the entire group of seven. Plus, they invited BRICS countries, naturally without Russia, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and Ukrainian representatives. China received an invitation but refused to take part in this event, thinking that it is doomed to fail and would be absolutely confrontational and his declared goal was to ensure the approval of Zelensky's peace formula, unquote, Lavrov added that everyone knows this formula. This formula demands Russia's capitulation and punishment, as well as reparations from us and peace talks and peace agreements could allegedly be possible only after that, he noted. And uh, with that story, uh, we're going to conclude uh, the pan-African, Newswire segment of the Pan-African Journal. And in concluding this segment of our program, we would like to remind our listeners that the Pan-African Newswire is an international electronic press service. It is designed to foster intelligent discussions on the affairs of African people throughout the continent and the world. The press agency was founded in January of 1998. Since that time, it has published... Tens of thousands of articles and dispatches in hundreds of newspapers, uh, magazines, journals, research reports, and on blogs and websites throughout the world. The Pan-African Newswire represents the only daily international news source on pan-African and global affairs. And uh, if you'd like to log on to uh, the Pan-African Journal uh, and also to read the Pan-African Newswire, All you have to do is go uh, to the Pan-African Newswire website, and that's at panafricannews.blogspot.com. That's panafricannews.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to have access to today's Pan-African Journal, special worldwide radio broadcast for Sunday, July 2nd, 2023, go to the Pan-African Radio Network. That's at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pan-African Journal. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pan-African Journal. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more of our program for this week.
3: you leave your home for days and days And I know, I said I know You got another woman somewhere around. Hey, I'm a good woman. I'm a good woman. Such a good woman. Don't treat me like dirt. Out. if I put on a nice dress, baby, you want to start a fight. Even my next old neighbor, knows the shape I'm in, they're all talking, even my so-called friends,
5: now I know what I'm going to do,
3: I'm going to move.
5: Oh, wait.
1: Barbara Lynn uh, there uh, with the track entitled Good Woman, and you're listening to the Pan-African Journal, special worldwide radio broadcast. Uh, We're here broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit on this Sunday, uh, July 2nd, 2023. And right now, we're going to go to a report uh, detailing and a discussion uh, raising several issues involving the ongoing uh, youth rebellion in France. Uh, which has been going on for the last uh, six days uh, across uh, various regions of the country, from Paris to Marseille to Lyon. And, of course, uh, there is a tremendous amount of discussion going on in regard to what is at the root cause uh, of uh, these rebellions in France, uh, involving uh, people of African descent, uh, their sympathizers, their supporters against uh, the French uh, police and the French state Let's listen to uh, this report and debate.
6: It's about uh, policing, and it's about uh, France's relationship with its banlieue, its working-class suburbs. After two nights of riding the battle lines drawn over Tuesday's police shooting of Nael, the 17-year-old who tried to flee the scene in Nanterre, west of Paris. One officer faces uh, in, uh, faces voluntary homicide charges. The fact that he's even in custody is a rarity in this country. Barricades and tear gas, well, they steadily feed France's news cycle. But the justice for Nael March earlier in Nanterre highlights issues that are starkly different from the yellow vest movements or the more recent pension reform protests we're going to be asking about policing minorities who feel unfairly singled out and the riders who target symbols of the republic like town halls the riots have been instead compared here to 2005 when the death of two youths trying to flee police sparked uh, three weeks of clashes and a state of emergency the republic and its politicians now have time and again since, promised to draw lessons. But as Emmanuel Macron's visit to Marseille this week illustrates, that remains a work in progress. How to not just keep the peace, but improve the lot of all citizens across this divide we're describing today in the France 24 debate. We're looking at the Bonlieu boiling point. Joining us, uh, Ines Sadiki, founder of the community organizing group Get Up. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Welcome as well to Andre Racoteau, researcher and us uh, on security and defense issues at uh, Paris 8 University. Hi. With us here in the studio, Attorney William Juliet. Welcome. Hello. And uh, France 24's Mark Owen. How are you? I'm very well, sir. How are you? I'm okay. The Great France 24 you. debate, where you can join the conversation, you have on the hashtag #F24debate, Mark. Let's uh, start with images that uh, you filmed in that western suburb of Nanterre on Wednesday.
7: These images, uh, Francois, are certainly shocking to me to see this in proximity to to shops, to people's homes, Uh, people just walking around. Um, It made me feel incredibly sad because this was meant to be a time when people would be celebrating Eid, expressing what's good about life. Uh, rejoicing in some ways but you see that happening in the street and of course uh, the woman we see here is the grandmother of, of nails uh we spoke to earlier when she pulled up in a car and and basically gave us a proclamation about what she wanted to have peace she wanted to say that her grandson uh, was a good boy uh, that uh, things were been said about him that weren't true uh, she asked us to basically tell the story which is what i've been trying to do since i was in Nanterre uh, last night and that story is one uh, of great sadness for me because for a young person like that to be shot in such circumstances is horrific. I think the political response has been uh, quite positive in terms of if you're looking for some kind of social justice, if you get the president, the, the prime minister, the interior minister speaking out the way they have, it's, it can only be a good thing, one would hope. But then seeing what happened in Nantes last night, the night before, who knows, perhaps even tonight, It clearly isn't good for the people and where they live, but one can maybe understand the frustration and the anger that is there.
6: Yeah, we're going to talk about that political reaction, how it's starkly different from the one uh, back in 2005. Uh, First though, as you mentioned, there's the apprehension over what happens this Thursday evening. Earlier there was a silent march called uh, by the family of Nile in Nanterre. Uh, It included a, a minute's silence and uh, some uh, scuffles uh, with police. Uh, The march concluded outside uh, the uh, uh, regional state uh, superintendent's uh, headquarters, uh, and there, as our reporters on the ground said, uh, scuffles uh, uh, did uh, break out. Um, There's going to be, uh, Ines Sediki, no tram service or bus service. As of uh, uh, 9 p.m., trams were targeted. Uh, on Wednesday evening. Is that a good thing?
8: Um,
6: I mean, the most important
8: thing is that the anger of the people should be heard, I think. I think also the world needs to know what's going on in France. The world needs to know that uh, two police officers decided uh, that uh, they could shoot and execute uh, a a 17-year-old in his car because they refused to comply. I think... We should sit on this information for a little while and understand um, the gravity, the depth of what's going on right now, and the anger of people. I have not felt such anger in the streets within the young people that we're working with since 2005. I think it's really like there's a shift here. Um, And the fact that it has been recorded on camera is really something that we should consider.
6: And before I ask you whether or not uh, the uh, charges pressed against the police officer uh, will uh, go to some way to soothing that anger, uh, let's get more from Emerald Maxwell uh, on uh, what the state prosecutor and the government have been saying this Thursday.
0: After 48 hours of interrogation by the French police watchdog, the police officer accused of shooting a 17-year-old during a traffic stop was placed under formal investigation for intentional homicide. The local prosecutor of the Parisian suburb of Nanterre, where the shooting took place, asked for the officer to be remanded in custody.
4: Based on the information
7: gathered so far, the public prosecutor considers that the use of the firearm
6: was not legally justified. During his hearings, the officer explained his action as an attempt to stop the vehicle from fleeing again because of the driver's dangerous
0: driving. It made the officer fear that someone would be knocked down and that he himself would be hit when the car restarted. But the prosecutor's office wasn't convinced by this explanation. Key to the investigation are the few barely audible words heard just before the shot was fired in the video of the incident. Another investigation has been opened for false testimony by the police officer, who in his first statement claimed that he'd fired because the driver had tried to run him over, an account seemingly contradicted by the video and witnesses. There's been growing concern over police tactics in France, and residents of Nanterre are angry. This
7: police officer is a real disgrace, a disgrace to the police
0: in general, and I think it's time for the authorities to take action, to clean up the police
4: force
0: but the French justice minister defended the police. The case is against a police officer, not the police in general.
6: This lumping of them all in together is
1: intolerable.
0: Last year, 13 people were killed after refusing to stop for police traffic checks, with a law change in 2017 that gave officers greater powers to use their weapons, now under scrutiny.
6: Andre Racoteau, what have you uh, pieced together as to, first off, w- to make sense of what happened on Tuesday?
4: First of all, if I may, I am not talking on behalf of Paris H University, just to, to make sure.
6: Thank, thanks uh, for the clarification. Apologies for that. No,
4: no problem. Well, it's uh, obviously, uh, and I agree w- with what was said earlier, The use of a weapon was not justified Uh, the killing is is not doesn't fall under any police regulation as such so there is no discussion about that Um, now we we need to look at what the law says Hmm. when it comes to the use of weapons for the police uh, the law enforcement community in France Um, the the um, uh, the penal code uh, law L 122-5 and the the, the most recent law from 2017, which does not really expand the right to use a weapon, do, uh, I mean, they create a legal framework in which it is self-defense, only self-defense, meaning defending yourself or the life of other people. This is the restriction for the use of weapons for the law enforcement community. If the vehicle, had been a threat for someone on the street if there has been if there had been a, a threat for anyone crossing the street to be uh, hit by the vehicle they would have been the justification to stop by its driver by any means from what we saw in the pictures this is not what happened so I mean being charged with uh, intentional killing is the highest charge that can be brought against this, polic- this policeman. so basically at this point um, I think the right thing has been done and I understand the anger of the people. It, it, it makes sense, of course. Uh, losing a 17 year old is, is something just—it's tragic. But I think the, the way the procedure is going is in going in the right direction. So I would not—I think if we are facing a policeman who acted badly, who is not representative of the whole police force. Um, and and we need also to look at the context. In in the last 10 years. We've had twice more refusals to comply in the streets than we used to have. So, I mean, things are getting uh, difficult to handle for the police forces, too. And they would require better training because of harsher situations in the streets. And what we saw in those images and and, and the tragedy that we witnessed, it's, for me, it's it's bad training uh, and and something that should not happen. Uh,
6: The need for better training, uh, uh... Uh, is that something that uh, uh, police unions agree with?
4: They ask for more training when you talk about, for instance, the use of weapons. There's not enough rounds shot during the year for training. All these things are not uh, – we, we know we need more, but it, it costs money. So a better, better police means uh, to spend more money on training as well. And, you know, money is money. So.
6: William Julia, you, you, you agree? I tend to agree with what
4: was just
5: said. Um, the legal framework that was put in place in 2017 did change things a bit.
6: Let's, let's talk about that. There was yep. these two police officers who uh, were nearly burned alive in their patrol car in the southern suburbs of Paris, and they changed the law.
5: Absolutely. The the, the, the idea of changing the law in 2017 was to enable uh, policemen to open fire, but this is what it's about in the situation of a car that would not stop if it was asked to stop and of a driver uh, whom the police officers would think can be a threat when driving away to other people and this is an extension of the self-defense usual framework and of the framework that was in place before in the sense that it is possible to open fire in the case, for example, where in front of the car you have kids, someone stops, then clearly is going to drive away very quickly. And if you consider that there's an immediate danger for people, then you can, if it is proportionate, if you have no other way, if you consider that the threat is immediate and is uh, potentially legal then you can open fire. This does not mean that you can do it in any circumstance, and this is what was just said I agree with. It seems that in this situation, this circumstance was not, um, uh, 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 did not take place as it could in other situations. So there is a framework that may be dangerous in some situations, but that also Um, uh, enables the police if it comes into place as it should to take measures uh, in comparison when they could not before.
6: Two sides of the coin here were described there by André Racoteau. On the one hand uh, the fact that uh, there's been lack of proper training and uh, more use of service weapons uh, at times in in this particular one case, certainly disproportionate, Mm -hmm. but Uh, uh, And we've had what it was, I think, 13 people killed uh, trying to flee the scene in in 2022. Compare that with Germany that's had one killed since 2016. On the other hand, he's right that there's been a doubling in the number of people trying to flee from police. What does that tell you, Ines?
8: Well, first of all... um there is no life sentence uh, in France and obviously trying to run from a scene or not complying with the police is this not, case, an a death excuse. Penalty. It's not an excuse to kill someone, especially uh, if you represent the state, if you represent the, the values of France, which is the case for the police officers. Um, I think what it means is that people are scared of the police, like more and more people don't uh, feel like a police officer, I will be able to uh, have a fair judgment in some situations, so they prefer to flee and be fined or be prosecuted instead of complying with a a stop and frisk, for example, or with a traffic uh, control. And I think that's really something that we should take into consideration because police is supposed to protect people uh, and not scare people. And so I I really don't agree with what uh, the the minister said about uh, he said it's not uh police is not on trial
6: it, this is the justice minister we heard in that yes, clip Yes
8: exactly it, this officer is on trial not the, the the police generally speaking and I think it's actually the whole police because I think it's the it's a structural problem uh for so many reasons the first one is that Obviously, they're not trained enough. Um, there's also like a philosophical question. Who is the police working for? Is it for the people? Is it for the state? Um, uh, some some mayors are... Um uh, giving guns to police like municipal police mm-hmm. which, which is not supposed to carry guns they're now carrying guns in some cities in 93, uh, in the sense only where i work but also
6: that 's a bad thing you say
8: absolutely it 's a bad thing people police should be able to have normal relationships with citizens, should be able to have discussions with citizens and not be always like punishing them and what 's something I really want to say is that on top of like those challenges that we we talked about, i think there 's a very Uh, big permissive culture within the police, which contributes to this structural uh, problem because we see from time to time these videos popping up. We talk about police brutality here and there, but it's also because we have the opportunity to do so because of the videos that uh, citizens take on the street. And this is like much more uh, frequent than what we think. It's not just like once a year. And so I think there's a real structural problem that we need to address and that it's not just that police officer that is on trial, but the whole System institution that needs to um, update its processes I and that's,
7: that's incredibly be interesting because the the whole concept of institutional racism within the police force is something that was recognized in the UK over a decade ago. There's been no such recognition here in Absolutely. France about that. And if you look at the proportion of people who are stopped in these um, failure to comply cases, the majority the vast majority are not white. So I think that's a that's Absolutely. a fact, isn't it?
8: And ninety percent of people who die in police custody or drink w- during an exchange with police are people of colour they're not white people
6: let me bring you on 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 this are the numbers up of people trying to flee the police because as Ines was saying because they're scared of the cops
4: (laughs) I I think it's it's it uh, it goes both ways Uh, the the spectrum of the threats uh, is so large right now Uh, for instance arming municipal Police forces have come up because uh, municipal policemen or women were killed by terrorists in the last 10 years and they were not armed and they were just executed. So in their everyday job, they can help an old woman cross the street and they can be shot at by terrorists. So you have to be ready to adapt to whatever the threat is from just helping people to protect yourself. So, you know, uh, we've had to adapt our, our forces to the the most, uh, uh, the highest threats, and it involves having uh, equipment that matches the threat, and, and, and weapons mm-hmm. are not there to, to kill people, like we saw, uh, without respecting the regulations, because what that policeman did was not respectful of, of, of the regulations that you should apply when you use your weapon. So, you know, structural problem is more that people do not apply what they're supposed to be applying when they're doing a job, and, and it results in the death of, of citizens this is not good and I, I, I certainly do not uh think it's a good thing but on the other hand is there a structural problem we just talked about racism well in the united states for instance uh the number of, of policemen um, from the minorities is equivalent to the number of of minorities in the population and studies tend to show that uh, policemen from minorities are as violent and uh, as, um, uh, I would say, uh, seen as a threat by by the population as their white counterparts. So this is not about the color of the police. It's about applying the right, regu- the, the right regulations, having uh, <clears throat> the, the strictly enforced the, the, the policies which are uh, legal. And so that you protect the citizens.
0: Absolutely.
4: And what we saw there, it it is not the regulations, you cannot use the weapon the way it was used by that policeman, and Uh, it's good it was indicted.
6: Marco and you you hail from the the land of the Bobby on the beat uh, in, in Britain they they don't carry a piece uh, uh, the, the, the police
7: uh, uh, no no any issues of failure to comply usually you know are, are, don't end in someone being shot dead and this is one of the, the great issues that uh, as a Brit I find it hard to get my head around what goes on here um, just a, an observation uh, talking about how the police behave I mean I've, I've been I've been stopped for various things during my time living in France you know and to, to be sat there holding the steering wheel and a A police officer from the Police Nationale comes up and has his hand on a pistol and says, get me your papers. You think, hang on a minute, sir, if I move my hands, will I be shot? It's... Uh, this, you, you thought this, that this, well, this overarming. Two police officers stood. There. It's, it's a strange thing, and I think it comes down to what Andre was saying about the, the, the lack of training, and obviously that's about investment in the police, and that's about sort of, you know, sort of making sure they're actually apt to use the power they have. Andre, you heard
6: uh, uh, Ines talk about municipal police being increasingly armed. You heard about Andre talk about uh, policing in the United States, where there's been kind of an arms race, yeah. uh, and we noticed it when bef- even before the, the riots in Ferguson. Missouri uh is is are weapons the problem
5: um i i i think weapons are part of the problem but i'd i'd like to to bounce back on on two things uh, that have been said and, and i don't actually agree neither with what was said uh about i understand the anger i mean the anger is understandable but uh, there have been um other events you can have Marches with a million two million people in the streets. They are ways to show you are angry, which are not these So I don't agree with what is happening This is, this and, is and the I, whole discussion we had during the pension reform I, process I know, we, were, we were wondering
6: would you get the eyeballs the, if it's not violent. It's
5: always the same problem is that you can't criticize um, the police doing things wrongly and act in the same way the only and what I would like to bring here to the debate is that the only way to make it work is to consider that justice can work this out. And that means, and I agree with this, which is that maybe part of the anger is the impression, and as a lawyer I can, I can confirm this because I've witnessed it, that sometimes the treatment of a police officer being investigated, prosecuted, is not the same as the treatment of someone who is not a police officer and that is absolutely not normal and on this I do agree that I think that there is a, a very strong need for the people to believe in the justice system and to know that things will be dealt with as they must with no difference because we are Talking about the police office, the interior and minister. This, the this, interior
6: minister has promised there won't be a two-speed justice. Do you have faith in the system? I, I hope
5: there is, but I do agree with what he said, and I think that everyone needs to be very careful. You can't say that this is the police. It is not. It is. It is. It is something that happens maybe too often. When it happens, it needs to be looked into extremely severely by the justice system See, by the prosecutors by the investigating judges and I do say that my experience is that it maybe is not done like that as it should be every time it needs absolutely. to be. absolutely
8: so what does that mean does that mean there's a real justice for uh, for citizens people living in the bonnie for example that are they enc- encounter violence from the police officer it's not true it's not you cannot say that um, first of all police officers are not citizens like other people they're representatives of the state. uh, There should be like an exemplarity uh, um, demanded from them. Uh, There should be a lot of transparency. We should be able as citizens to feel safe and to feel protected from the police when there are some people uh, that that, uh, cross the line, some people that feel so entitled that they can shoot somebody, that they can uh, express racism on a daily basis.
5: Everybody agrees with that.
8: No, no, not everybody agrees with that. Because (laughs) my experience is that for years, We've been talking, we've been marching calmly We've been writing books, writing uh, op-eds Speaking nicely about that But no cops have been convicted We have not seen any uh, Will this time be different? I hope so. I think this is what we need. we hope that,
5: that is not true, the that government not this The country government in should the past be able years. to
8: convict that police true. officer to say to, to use this as an example and be extremely severe. Yes, I we agree need with that. we need that. We need for this government and for the state of France to show to, to prove and to mm-hmm. support those those communities that are specifically targeted by the police and that feel extremely humiliated, hurt. Uh, and um, not support it because we hide behind the justice system we hide behind a lot of different things i agree with that but i think you need to condemn
5: what we what we see here you need to condemn the violence from the people
8: the violence as much as you condemn
5: the violence from the police
8: irrelevant here
5: even more from from the police because they need to show an example but you can't i mean it's my view you can't um consider that because (laughs) The police is not doing their job properly and needs to be very severely sentenced, and I'm, I'm happy with that, that it is an excuse for the other kind of violence, that, which I think should be condemned too, which you not are a not fight doing. fight Between I find it's young
8: fine. people from the suburbs and the police, it's a it's fight for all different people like that should be able to feel like they have a, a say in this fight, because it's a fight for human rights and not a fight for have, people not from violence. the so violent. The, the reaction from the youth or like from some talk. people are completely irrelevant to this debate. It's a matter of human rights, it's a matter of state Andrei, of law, and it's a matter of justice.
6: André Rakoto.
4: Yeah, I think we need to be serious for a second about the state of law enforcement in this country. We've had... We we have right now in France, not counting the municipal police forces, about 250,000 gendarmes and police, national police officers, 250,000. If they were as bad as I've heard, you would have dozens of people killed every day, and this is not the case. We've had months of violent protests with the yellow vests. How many citizens were killed during this protest? None. You can compare with the George Floyd protest in the U.S., Black Lives Matters. So it is incomparable. So what, you're what I'm saying right now is that we are in a situation in this country where, with a lot of police officers, just think about it. There are 800,000 police officers in the United States. We're a much smaller country. We have more police officers in France, and we have far less cases like this one than happened in the United States. So, I mean, our police forces are not in a situation where. They are a threat to the population. Some police officers do things badly, and killing someone 17 years old is bad. He's being indicted uh, um, uh, with—the policeman has been brought to justice um, for killing someone. He will be judged for it. I think it's a good thing. It is not the whole police forces. I do get what I said earlier, but, um, how do you explain,
6: we'll, let me ask you to play sociologist here. How do you explain the fact that in neighboring Germany with a bigger population, they've only had one death uh, from uh, an incident of someone fleeing the, pol- the scene of a police officer since 2016?
4: I am not an expert on German law enforcement, mm-hmm. but uh, I know that They've been training, um, especially gendarmerie uh, forces with their uh, uh, crowd and right control forces. They've been trained together, and uh, there is also some uh, border policy work that is done. Uh, I am not familiar with the situation in Germany. I don't know if the training is better, and I hope it is. Probably it's the reason why. But one thing is for sure. Once again, what we saw with that policeman on, on, on the death of Niall, it is not the police regulations. And it is, we need to know why it's not mm-hmm. applied police regulations, and we need to discuss it. Now, how come that in France, we've doubled the cases of not complying in France in the last 10 years what's going on with our population is, is there something going on with the way we, we deal with our, our neighborhoods Is there something to do with how we would with, do with particular uh, population I don't know but what I know is that what we saw in those images it is not police regulations it is not the way a weapon should be used in the streets
6: when the story first broke at least one French radio station uh, relayed bogus claims that uh, Niall was a juvenile delinquent turned out to be untrue police unions and police representatives insisting uh, afterwards on the clean record of the 38-year-old officer who fired the shot.
4: He's never been disciplined. He has two
6: medals for bravery and one from the interior minister. It's very rare to have so many distinctions awarded in a 10-year police career. Uh, William Julliet in a court of law. Mm. Uh, will that be the sort of line of defense there? What do you think on which side uh, on the side of this police officer?
5: See how it evolves. I mean clearly um, The fact that we have a video here makes a huge difference if there had not been in this will um, Serve you right in what you're saying, And I, I I I do agree. I mean there there's something about police culture here, which is different I know a bit about UK I know a bit about Germany and I think there is something that has to be worked on very intensely and and on this I agree with you. But I think this has to be done in cooperation, may I say so, with what is happening dans les banlieues because these things go together. And but that I mean that is an in depth piece of work, and it's going to take
7: a lot of time. It's a a massive issue, isn't it? It's it's huge. It's layer upon layer upon layer of deprivation. The bad with the bad, and it's building up. Denial of opportunities, of discrimination, there's a whole layer of things which you... Absolutely, and I think
8: it's... we're past, way past the discussion mm-hmm. time, like trying to understand, trying to – we're at the same point on this mm-hmm. level, on this topic as in 2005, so more than 15 years ago. I think we've discussed enough. I think now is the time for action. Now is the time for having concrete efforts put into uh, reforming the police, into um, making this uh, – making everything we can f- so that this situation doesn't happen again. Uh, it, it, it's a record
7: number of, of people being killed for not complying. That, that is obviously saying something about how policing is, is operated, surely. And, 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 all, and also
5: the increase in, 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 in police opening fire on fleeing vehicles since this 2017 law has increased every year of more than 30%. So there is also something, maybe this law needs to be
6: revised or not. Should that, Andre Racoteau, should that 2017 law be reviewed?
4: To my opinion, opinion, that law brought more confusion than anything else, because it doesn't change much of what was before, meaning protecting others. So if you got to stop a vehicle from uh, uh, eating someone, That was the spirit of the uh, article uh, L122-5, you know, for legitimate defense. It it doesn't change anything. It just brings the idea that you can do more, but in fact it does not, to my opinion. So uh, with or without it, uh, if it brings more confusion, let's get rid of it. I I am not supporting it.
5: But to to finish the answer on, on, on the question, what can happen in court? and and i don't agree that the situation is absolutely the same now compared to 2005 first of all because there have been decisions rendered by the european court of human rights france was Nothing. sentenced on article 2 article 3 there have been um, decisions made by the council of europe by uh, un human rights council so there is material yes then the question I, I'm, coming. I, I'm coming I, no, i'm coming no yeah but i'm france. coming i'm coming this can of use. And, as I said before, I think that if the investigating judges, if the prosecution services, if when these things happened, if there is homicide, police officers end up in a court d'assises and end up being sentenced with what people get for shooting people with no reason. Maybe even more because of the exemplarité that you mentioned, then maybe that will start calming things down because people will think if that happens it is not going to be with a no harsh response which is something that people want and they are right so i think the change also will come from that from the judicial answer and from what will happen in court and with this video it is going to be complicated before court we say that there was a risk for anyone just in front of the car
4: did I miss something?
5: I'll
7: please go to, go to your, your other Andre Racotto.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, f- from a technical perspective uh, on the images, what we see are two uh, traffic uh, cops, motorcycles, police law enforcement uh, officers on motorcycles, and everything on their posture is wrong. Uh, being on the windshield like that I mean there's, there's nothing in, in the uh, police manual that says you should be bent on, 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 the, uh, on, on the car like this I mean to me it, it speaks of you know something that is very wrong to start with now I think that uh, videos are a very good thing uh, police officers carrying out uh, cams on their equipment people can uh, uh, film things with their uh, telephones it is great because a force like the French police uh, force as uh, the gendarmerie force, they should not have anything to hide. So the more they're exposed, the more their actions are exposed and they expose them themselves. It's a good thing. Exactly. So uh, I think it's more clarity and, and I, I just think it's good.
7: That's the that's the point. Without that video we wouldn't mm-hmm. be having this exactly. conversation. It would be it would be bang to ride some. They would be saying so well, then no, say say. no,
5: no, no. it would be
7: complicated oh. to simplistic. say that they are lying. That
5: exactly. is true. And the that right to
8: film was like the state tried to pre- pre- like, prevent people from being able to film the police. So it's not going in the right direction. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's a structural problem. We need laws. We need um, support systems for the, for the citizens. We need to feel transparency and feel like we can trust uh, our state and the police. Because as you said, today, people from the banlieue, and when they, uh, for example, Asa Traoré, her, for her brother Adama, she turned to the UN, to Europe, to Europe to bring light on this case, uh, because France is not taking care of this But one thing
5: too is that the police, and we need, our society also needs people when police does something good that it is said, because they also need to hear that sometimes they are doing good things for our society, which I imagine is true. No one can say that it would uh, function without police, and it is true, and that is not true in the UK, you have support of the police from the people. And we had that after les attentats. We had a beginning of that. After 2015. for the the first time I felt that people were saying, okay, cool, there's a police somewhere. And sometimes we need the police. And I think that from the banlieue too, it would be good that sometimes we hear that sometimes the police also are supposed to help people live in le banlieue without
6: for example, drug dealers. M- Marco, and when you were in Notaire, Which is going in the right we, direction. We saw at the, outset.
8: That,
6: we saw no. the <laughs> outset that clip when you were watching uh, Naya's grandmother uh, returning to her home. What, what, what was the the mood between... You felt in in that regard that interaction because
7: you saw those officers
6: in in that scene if you, you, senior you, you film.
7: speak to uh, a, an old woman who has lost her, her only grandson who is visibly visibly upset, a whole family in the, it, we first met her in the car, clearly everybody's upset there's a whole sense there of a detachment, yes, she's making a call for calm the 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 optics of the armed officers standing all around it doesn't really gel with that. There's a whole sense that this isn't going to go the way that she would like it to go, which is incredibly sad, incredibly sad the whole Mm -hmm. thing. One can't begin to imagine what the family's going through, what she's going through.
6: So first difference with 2005, we've just talked about it, is the fact that you now have the digital age where more people can film. Uh, Second difference was back then France had this law and order interior ministry was getting set to run for president. Nicolas Sarkozy at the time accused of Uh, Throwing fuel on the fire this time, France's president, Emmanuel Macron, happened to be on a three-day visit to Marseille when news of Naya's shooting broke. Macron, uh, who was trying to make good on that campaign promise to check in on improving the lot of working-class suburbs, here's what he had to say. We have a teenager who has been killed. It's inexplicable, inexcusable, and these are words of affection, shared sorrow and support for his family and loved ones." Macron's words drawing heat from the far right, which wants a state of emergency.
0: The words expressed by the president are really excessive, and I think irresponsible. Is the act inexcusable? Is the act inexplicable? That's for the judiciary to decide.
6: Every time something like this happens, we say that the far right is going to make political hay with it. How about this time? Is that going to be the case, William Julien?
5: I think so. They do it every time. So I imagine that it will happen again. And I think that what we were discussing, this new law what happens every time there is an attack on the police, which is not acceptable. Um, I think that the far right is pushing, and I think that we've seen a lot of the right, and actually of the left, support things that they would not have supported if we had not such a support from the French people to the far right all far right ideas. We have millions of people who vote every presidential election for and the right And in this particular right. case, they're talking and about. the far
6: right supports
5: these ideas. So call we have for a state of emergency.
6: Initial. In the case of 2005, it took 10 days for a state of emergency to be uh, imposed. Ines uh in the Paris area, they are stopping buses and tramways after 9 p.m. They're not calling it a curfew. It ha- there were tramways that were targeted. Uh, on uh, Wednesday evening is that a good thing a bit of a trying to cool things off or is it bad?
8: It's bad like we cannot say it's a good thing my heart breaks when I see things like that I don't think that people who burn cars and who protest like that are happy to do so I think we can talk for hours about how people express their anger or their frustration or their despair, or we can sit and talk about the real problems, talk about how we can reform the police, how we can create more justice, how we can work on human rights in this country, how we can invest in would, the banlieue, in the schools, in, in, in job opportunities. We can talk about this and try and make things better. Which we is, we can,
6: would argue is what he was doing going to Marseille. Um,
8: yeah, but for, for now I don't think that the the measure that he talks about are going to solve anything like it they're just for ideas for now and two of them mainly are around uh, schools but I think what we need in the bonnie is real investment yes. for now we've been just like bridging the le- like plugging the leaks and trying to stop the like the the, the you know, like the, the mitigate the numbers or mitigate the risk, but we really, really need France to understand that this, this area, these territories need real investment. They need schools that are as performing as in the center of Paris. They need transportation that, as, uh, that are as performing as, as in Paris. They need, um, they need real uh, respect and investment in the people, and that's not happening.
6: Uh, André fact. Racoteau, you know the United States well. Um, Emmanuel Macron, happy to talk about, Inequality and admit the problem that as described by by Ines not so happy uh, to admit Institutionalized racism uh, your thoughts on that contrast with the u.s
4: Well the debate is going on in the u.s. I mean everybody agree with the idea of uh, of uh, Structural racism. I mean there, Myself uh, I tend to think that when laws were racist there was uh, such racism, but now that, now that the laws are the same for everyone, it's difficult to argue that the system is racist. People are racist, and people within the system are racist in France and in the U.S., and it causes problems, And especially when the system protects those who are racist. But the system itself, is it racist? The laws are not racist anymore in both countries. When the so, system protects I, I racism. the
8: system is racist.
4: No. When the system the, protects no, racist people, a, no. the, re- the system people, is racist. No. know what I'm saying. When people within the system the, the system... the system
5: doesn't able mean anything. Do no, no, no. There's the not the system. The process. The, is the not laws. real life. It's, the it's not a question laws of people are happy to burn or, or, or not cars. It's just people must not burn cars. And, 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 but and when must we will when they go to... Yeah, but you can't justify what people do saying, okay, it's because we should do something else. We need to invest. in 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 the suburbs we need to sort out where the problems come from but that is not something that we will do by saying that one must understand that people are doing what they should not do because this is not how you build a society I'm not saying that you need to justify anything neither one side nor the other but we have to head in front of us and and I agree mm-hmm. it's not enough saying oh we need to sentence uh, these kids who are burning cars we need to <coughs> sentence harshly uh, kids who are selling drugs um, in, in the project we need to do it too but we need to go to the roots and the root is the architecture is we need to rebuild um, how, uh, how, how people uh, uh, live and we need to give them access to believe in something else than burning cars which and is also, also a, a, a sad reality of our country which is that this is where we are which is sad and i'm sorry also understanding
8: is. that racism is deeply rooted within a lot of institutions a lot of people a lot of things a lot i agree of, and this is something we should tackle i agree otherwise we'll not be able to i jobs,
7: agree jobs investment opportunities those kind and tackle of things. Racism. And racism racism True. precisely as well and what was interesting for us last night when i was in Nanterre was the sense that the people there didn't trust the media they were thinking that we were there just to spin some propaganda line and that really cut me you know to the quick because you know I'm there to tell the truth that's that's the raison d'etre did you argue the point with them it was pretty difficult because there were 20 and there was was, was an actual threat and physical violence so we we had to sort of walk away because to bounce back on what was said
5: and I said there's a, a system such thing does not exist and that is what these people do to you journalists because they say you are part of the system. And that is where the system is a dangerous concept. And this is far right, far left. but And with journalists, you have lawyers, you have... Um, Can I just others. clarify?
7: It's not the first time I've been threatened with a job. And it won't be the last. But I mean, certainly I was expecting that kind of hostile reaction. We got the hostile reaction. I felt no sense of friendliness from... The local people, nor from the police, I just thought point that out, so we were kind of stuck in the middle, mm. trying to reflect the story because it 's important from the whole issue of democracy that we do our job well that's important, isn't it?
8: absolutely, but what, for example, the youth I worked with, what they were outraged about is that the first for the first hours of this whole media coverage of the event, the only version that was uh, on air was the police version and it was contested by the video but if some of the first journalists that put it on air uh, took some time to go and fact check
5: completely go agree. on the
8: street ask people who were there and sort of challenge this version
7: do their jobs
8: do their jobs absolutely yeah we would feel like we could trust generally speaking journalists uh, so
7: I, I, I'm looking to go to
8: certain TV channel. I'm hoping
7: the guys who and in I'm front stopped. of you last <laughs>
6: night will agree that I get my job. And just that's absolutely thing, you just have which channel you're watching, and that's all the problem. Right. You right. That is, where, that's right. You're completely right. That's the perfect conclusion. You choose <laughs> your TV channel properly. Yeah, well, choose your properly. TV well, channel. you have, Julie? I want to thank you. I want to thank Ines Sediki, Mark Owen, uh, André Rakoto Thank you for being with us here in the France 24 debate. Thank
3: you.
1: Welcome. Back and uh, that was a discussion, a debate on the current uh, crisis in uh, France. There, uh, since Tuesday, uh, tens of thousands of youth uh, have gone into the streets demonstrating against the police killing of 17-year-old Nahil M. Uh, there have been mass demonstrations uh, every day for the last six days and also rebellion. Uh, where property has been destroyed. Uh, Fires have been set Uh, just last evening and early morning. A district mayor of Paris uh, had his home attacked. His wife injured uh, his vehicle torched. Uh, They are considering this an assassination attempt against a district mayor in Paris. The situation in France is quite tense, and it comes on the heels of uh, four months of mass demonstrations and rebellions surrounding the so-called pension reform, which Emmanuel Macron uh, introduced. And of course, refused to even allow a vote uh, of the national assembly and the front uh, Senate to decide the issue on a legislative basis. That uh, was done uh, largely through executive uh, action And, of course, there was much, uh, demonstrations, strikes over a period of uh, four months, Uh, rebellions as well. During that period earlier this year, there were reports from human rights organizations, uh, from uh, international entities about the excesses and abuses of the French uh, Gendarmerie's. And you're listening to the Pan-African Journal, special worldwide radio broadcast. Uh, I am your host, Abayomi Azikawe. Today is Sunday, July 2nd, uh, 2023. We're broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit, Michigan. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more of our program for this week. (laughs)
9: <laughs> you be there. You don't mean me no good Now goodbye, baby Goodbye Goodbye Goodbye, darling
1: Goodbye Goodbye, baby. Detroit's own uh, John Lee Hooker and uh, with the track entitled You Lost a Good Man, and you're listening to the Pan-African Journal, special worldwide radio broadcast for Sunday, July 2nd, 2023, and we're broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit. And the African National Youth League uh, held a national elective conference over the last four days. We're going to uh, bring you an address uh, that was delivered uh, by uh, the... African National Congress Secretary General Fikile Mbalula and uh, this was at uh, the conference uh, that has been taking place uh, over the last uh, several days. Let's listen to this report. I have to go back to NASRAK because um, Secretary General
5: of
7: the ANC Fikile Mbalula is taking the stage right
1: now. Let's listen in. <laughs>
3: Indonesia,
10: nilai.
3: America, away two. Away two. Malta, Malta.
10: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, comrades. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, comrades. Right. Comrades. Come Comrades, Comrades right, to the program directors, members of the National Executive Committee of the ANC present here, former leaders of the ANC Youth League in their different generations present here today. Comrades, it is a great day today that we have finally arrived at Nazareth to convene the Youth League National Conference. It is important for the life of this youth organization. It is a journey that started many years ago. And in terms of this process, it has been characterized by a number of challenges in terms of arriving at this point. Comrades, we want to thank all comrades who are given a task to convene at a different uh, levels some of the comrades who were given a task have accepted with discipline when the ANC told them to step back and uh, there are many comrades who went with us through this journey up until Comrade Kola Uh, there are many, Comrade Joy, I want to thank her for a job well done. Comrade Joy, I want to thank her for having also accepted to step back. I want to thank Comrade Nganaba also who accepted to step back when she was asked to do so. The task uh, to convene the Youth League Comrades, it has always been a privilege, not a right. And that task resides with the ANC. Today you have a responsibility of electing your own leadership. You cannot come here in this conference and argue about people who were appointed. You must come here and fight for your leadership All now withdrawn and that decision will not be changed because that decision was taken by the ANC. You have a responsibility in this conference with all its imperfections to elect your own leadership. I'm happy to come to this conference with all the challenges to see the level of discipline, I have seen that there are others who still think that the ANC is still the ANC of the old, and they are still on the terrain of being loose and ill-disciplined. And uh, comrades, I want to assure you, continue with your ill-discipline, but your time will arrive. We will uh, not hesitate to deal with ill-discipline in the organization, if you have to hate us for that, that that must be the case. We will never tolerate anarchy and ill-discipline in the African National Congress. The journey to come here comrades has not been easy and I want to thank, besides the comrades I've mentioned, I want to thank members of the NYTT. We drew some of them from parliament, some of them we got them in the organization, not deployed anywhere. And we gave them this responsibility. And it has not been an easy responsibility. And I want to tell you, comrades, we had to nurture, nudge, and then ensure that we arrive where we are now. And where we are, it has been very difficult. And uh, we must observe this moment As the ANC, we want young people to retain their own youth league. We don't want you ever to be convinced by the ANC, or to be disbanded, because this notion of disbanding youth league structures is politically problematic, comrades, because it gives license To everyone who wants to run the youth league to appoint the people of their choice. The youth must decide their own leadership in their own conferences. And today is not the concluding process. It is the beginning. It is the beginning of that journey where we come from over the past five years. The youth of South Africa want leadership of the ANC Youth League. Comrades, there is no youth, there is no political formation in this country, I dare say, that has got the largest political youth organization like the ANC Youth League in the ANC. Nobody. I see them trying there and there and so on, but they will never match the ANC Youth League. I see them trying to form political youth organizations. They can never match the ANC Youth League. The ANC Youth League is more than 60 years old. It was formed in 1944. It's not a youth organization. Your It is an organization that has gelled, that has matured with time. And it has faced a number of challenges. Now, comrades, here we are gathered to fix ourselves. And to get out of here with a sense of hope and a semblance of an organization. What may come out of this conference in itself will not be something that you can define as total perfection. But today we are starting a journey towards ensuring that the Youth League addresses the challenges that are faced by young people. What are the tasks of the youth today? The Youth League says it rallies the youth on socio-economic issues, and then it mobilized them and nurture them for the African National Congress. unapologetically, we are not South African Youth Council. We are the youth of the ANC. Now, what are the socio-economic challenges that face the youth? In education, the youth today are faced with a number of challenges which include academic exclusion. And I don't want to talk about financial exclusion, because you have championed and intervened in terms of saying to the ANC government, give us free education. And that is why we have seen leaders like FASIA like Numpendul, from our ranks, leading the struggle for free education in our struggle, supported by the South African Student Congress and the ANC Youth League, in the trenches of South Africa. And you must never take that for granted, and that struggle, in terms of its finality, And in terms of theorization and what must be done for free education in South Africa, the ANC Youth League must lead that particular struggle. We are faced with a big challenge today of a disengaged youth, unemployed youth, disengaged youth. majority of young people are in the unemployed reserve. They drop out of school, they suffer from early teenage pregnancy, and of all those social ills, what is the answer to those problems? And we have said that the answer is National Youth Service. National Youth Service partially has been implemented, but not holistically. It has actually been implemented in snippets, through learnerships, and all of that. But the youth continue to toil, unemployed with no hope. They are in their reserves of unemployment in their numbers in South Africa. Neither the learnerships can actually address their issues. The other day, comrades argued and said that EPWP must be defined as employment. We said EPWP is not, can't be defined as employment in terms of policy. It is an intervention of poverty alleviation. So if you want EPWP to be transformed, you've got to research and give answers. Is it feasible in the context of our fiscal and the economic situation? The same as we've argued that This notion that young people who are finishing at school before they work, they need experience, we have argued in the ANC manifesto that must be done away with. And young people must be allowed to be employed without giving a prescription that uh, they need to go for a particular period before they are employed. They must gain experience in the workplace. That is what we have said. The ANC Youth League is at the center of those particular struggles, to inform, to champion and to lead, and lobby the African National Congress and its government to implement a holistic policy on youth development. That policy is not static, comrades, it is evolving. I listened to Fashia talking about the political, in a political report, well-informed report, politically, characterizing what is before us. The question you must grapple with is what are the tasks of the youth? And that struggle and that task falls squarely on your hands. I'm saying education, unemployment, areas of intervention. What is it that we need to do? You marched, comrades, some years back, you said economic freedom, and the ANC answered and said the second transition, when we turned 100 years, must be defined by the struggle for economic emancipation. The 2017 conference of the ANC, or the one before that, in Mangawu said that this economic emancipation must be radical. Other people then took the slogan, economic freedom, and formed political parties around it. And then others now I see they take RET, they want to form political parties around it. Those are policies of the ANC, they are in the strategy and tactics. And you said in that RET, in this hall, that what then defines radicalism? In terms of land, we said it must be expropriated without compensation, and that came from the ANC Youth League, and you need to be proud of that, because it is the youth of the ANC that made that particular contribution. The youth then went further and say, the National Reserve Bank must be nationalized. You then, we said you must create a mining company, that's what you actually said. And uh, the other day we were looking at the post office and uh, creating what we call a state bank. And I went to KZN province and the comrades were making contribution in terms of the transformation of the post bank in the realization of this resolution of the state bank. These are all features of radicalism that were defined in the strategy and tactics that in the second transition we have attained political freedom there is a necessity for us to accelerate economic emancipation of our people radically so so the ANC Youth League must be at the helm and at the center of that particular struggle. Comrades we are done with the chapter of the NYTT. The NYTT could not Lead this particular program. That only the youth league leadership, with a program of action from this conference, will address and respond to this particular task. And that is what is important. The youth out there is not interested. How we are fighting? Who wants to be president? They don't even know some of the people you tout in to be presidents. Because once they are elected, we've got to do a lot of PR. So the youth want to know what answers is the Youth League doing and responding to their challenges. That's what is important out of this conference. How difficult it is, but it is important to underline that particular point. And we have said, comrades, that in terms of the NYTD, but thank you, comrades, for the work that you have done. That is why the NYTT withdrew comrades from different uh, structures of the organization. They were deployed by the African National Congress to lead this important task. In the process, some of them were elected in the ANC National Executive Committee. In the last uh, national conference here in Nazareth, Zuko Limpi. Noneba, Joy, you can mention them, they come from the ranks of the youth. You can mention Malusi Gigaba, the former president, you can mention Fije Zigalala, the former secretary general. I'm just mentioning that uh, even those who are not here, they are represented in terms of the older generation, youth and all, because their presidents are here. It's only Lulu Johnson who could not make it into the NEC. The rest of the people who serve in the ANC-NEC are young people of the ANC. The society is getting younger, the ANC is getting younger. It's reflected in the National Executive Committee. So why would anyone who's above 35 want to cling to the youth league? The youth league is for the young. Let them lead the ANC youth league. Our role as older people is to give guidance to the youth and not divide them and then allow them to talk among themselves. lento of despising each other. Nifungelane. And then want to fight to the grave. Because in the process of that, you are going to lose very young, capable, Leaders of the ANC Youth League with a great future in this organization. Because if you cling to a faction, a faction just serves narrow interest. Because if you let go of the faction, you know in the open scrutiny, I may not survive. Because once these people put on the real specs, they start to think properly. I won't make it. Because this group I've got only sees me and i will not be challenged by others so the youth of the anc must think about the future and at the same time embrace each other and not differ to the point that you are inimical to each other we have been very committed to this process to make it a point that this conference does succeed and that this conference does produce the result but we knew that uh, It will be a conference with all its imperfections. Comrades, we've got a mountain to climb. We've got a battle and a war to win. The first battle is to ensure that we implement renewal of the ANC. That's very important. The ANC, that can be respected by the people of South Africa. That respects itself first and foremost. That espouses renewal within its ranks and at the same time get to be respected by people as the modern organization that South Africans can follow. You can't uh, expect South Africans to follow an organization where it differs and then it hails insults to each other. Leaders, basamaya Maponopono, the conference say, leaders insult each other in the full view of the country. We were here having a national conference of the ANC. We had the differences of leadership. When the conference had to be opened, comrades uh, were working here insulting the national chair because they differed with the national chair. It doesn't matter comrades, you can have a different view because we are a big organization. But you cannot define and become a defining feature that we equally become an anarchic organization. That comrades, when they have differences, they must climb on top of tables, insult each other, run down the organization, do as they wish. The ANC will perish faster than you think. If that were to happen on a daily basis it will be gone that's why in our renewal we have embraced things that are very painful when you've got to see your comrade stepping aside you know this comrade you've been struggling with this comrade he's your friend he is accused about this and that at the end he get to be arrested the ANC says step aside you put feelings aside you think about the organization because the people of south africa that's what they want from the anc the anc that decides the anc that acts the anc that become a model for generations to come the people of this country that's what they want And uh, this renewal is not going to be easy, comrades. It's going to be very difficult. I was in China with a group of comrades, and the Chinese, they explained to us how far they've gone to renew themselves. And they too, in their history, they've actually had difficult difficult, uh, periods in terms of the Chinese Communist Party, to the point today. When you are corrupt, you are deployed by the Chinese Communist Party. They are harsher than everyone against the leadership of the party. So the ANC is not even near to that. So the renewal process we are embarking upon, it is going to be about that. Majority of you here, comrades, you are leaders of the ANC in your branches. I was saying to comrades of the NYTT, Malusi knows this, as my president. When we led the Youth League, we were purists. We didn't lead knowing very well that on the other side, I'm a chairperson of a region, or I'm a member of the PC, I'm a member of the IRC. We were Youth League pure. We went to a conference, you lose, you go back to your branch. The only thing that will chuck you out of the Youth League is the age. But today, you are advantageous. Yeah, I'm sitting with Prince Jefferson. I'm sitting with RECs. I'm sitting with TEC members. When you lose here in this stage to become an NEC member, you know you go back to your REC position. Go, lolo. Come now, Nothing has changed in your life. So why do you delay young people? Because we're now grandmas. And besides, your age has come. And the ANC has given you an opportunity to lead. You know, when we elected and the Youth League was disbanded, and I want to apologize to Comrade Collin, and I want to repeat that example. And Malusi knows this. Because the ANC gave us a task to convene the Youth League National Conference. I was there myself, Malusi, and Natim Ted. I was the convener. That he was the coordinator. We convened the Youth League. It is that conference where Lamola got so angry, and he could not recover anymore. (laughs) And Lamola is a very capable leader. You see him. He's rounded. He's an advocate, well educated. He was a deputy chairperson. He was a deputy president of the Youth League. He was contesting in that conference. And then uh, there was Lisiho Makube. And both Lisiho and Lamula did not raise the numbers. And Colin Wanganebaleekapa for the conference. And me and Malusi, we had a different view. And Naki had a different view. But our mandate was to deliver the conference, which we did. I presented a political report in that conference that elected Comrade Kole. In that conference. And then that conference elected as much as we did not agree with a number of things, but we understood our mandate. I'm saying it now in front of the youth league president, Umaluz, because most of you, you are used to gossip on Facebook. Because the Facebook comrades will never build the organization. I must tell you that. Organizations are built on the ground, not on Facebook. So that one you must understand. (laughs) Facebook will never build. Facebook will destroy the ANC. WhatsApp groups will destroy the ANC. If it was according to Twitter, ANC will be out of power now. Because everybody on Twitter hates us so much. And then when you put the poll there, you say EFF, ANC on Twitter. They say 100% EFF, ANC 10%. You realize, most we would have long lost power. Ukuya Ukuyangababandubase Twitter. If we were going with them, we would have lost. Now you ANC members are not on Twitter. You are on Facebook, you gossip about the organization. You are on uh, WhatsApp groups, you insult us there. And then uh, you are not fighting the battle where it is fought. The battle is fought on Twitter, defining the battle of IPS in this country. Where the country must go is defined by trending on Twitter. ANC members are not there. Because other political parties are there. Facebook. That's where we are. ANC members are in the Facebook shame. We are many there. I don't know whether it's affordable or what, but we are many there. On Facebook and on WhatsApp. Comrades, there are many challenges that I want to tell you about this process. This Youth League conference should have said long time ago, and it did not. Because every time it must sit, comrades will differ whom we send to the NYTT among themselves. When the time nears what the conference must do, they will go to the leadership of the ANC and converse it. It must actually come after elections. Even now, there's been big mobilization that this conference must not sit. And I told the NYTT, I said, if you win, some of you, that this conference does not sit, but all of you, you must know you are gone. You will never come back. You are gone because we appoint, and you are postponing the autonomy of the Youth League. Because this Youth League apa on every day. Because I am actually given a responsibility to oversee these processes. Next week and next of next week is the Women's League. We will be here. Two days ago I met with Sanko. When I met them, some of them are forming a political party. A couple of days ago, I met with Cossers. Bayalo Nabo, abanye Abanyababa they no longer qualify to be peoples. But they still call themselves Cossers. Inordained Tala, person who met Prick is busy, Cossers. Non-stop. And you must accommodate them, yeah youth league, they are talented, these Kosas comrades. Niba Yes. They are young. Where do you want them to go? From Kosas Youth League. And then the other one is Sasco. I arrived there, there are two structures, they've taken each other to court. And here's the Sasko Itapimalio court. Students. They take each other to court they take each other to court now you comrades you blame leadership of the ANC hey leadership you know you are meddling if i can show you my phone how many people are requesting from me to be in the NEC of, i say comrades i don't decide i may i may look like but i don't decide who must lead the youth league I told, yeah, let me tell you, you you the last time I the last time I got involved about who must lead the youth league is Julius Malem. That's the last time. This time he has another man. Because Donuiwa Mustingu SG. So Mizarandi Pangan and kukwa banta wakulu 2027 hey comrade could 2027 ukutekabi ukutekadu 2027 it's very far kukwana bantu mabangbulisa but comrade mbalula the
3: future
10: the sg and the future if i were to listen to those people i will never do my job as sg because they fairly offer with the hope that I'm going to be president in the kingdom of And that is not going to happen. Because that must happen through the structures of the organization. And two, there are people who are sitting here with hopes that Ramaphosa will not finish his term. Hey now, colleague, I will fireworks, Maobat. And report your public work, your public protector. I've never been a person who's so hated this morning. Like the public protector. Now, if you disagree with the public protector, what do you do? You go to court. You don't insult her because she's a woman. Because you expected her to agree with you. You put the fact before a judge and challenge the outcome. That's why the decisions of the public protector can be reviewed. Isn't it? That is the law. So, when you attack and even insult the public protector because he has given a verdict that does not favor you, because where you sit with the facts that you have, I don't know whether some of them went to the public protector to give the facts. Because the only person I know who gave us this thing, it is Arthur Fraser. I don't know what he told the public protector for the public protector to arrive at the conclusions he has arrived at. And as the ANC, we are very happy that our president has been exonerated by the public protector. Should anyone stand against that, Or think that uh, there is anything untoward in the report we think that uh, it is within their right but we will not because these things must be defined by consistency must be consistent you can't say this one must be respected the other one must not be respected you know Mkwebana's decisions were taken to court and uh, I've lost count how many court cases she lost and how much money she's got in a bank to pay uh, for all the cases she has lost. But uh, we, as the ANC, we have never said the public protector uh, must actually uh, be dealt with otherwise. We have respected that. And there are processes now that are unfolding in Parliament, and those processes, must be respected and they must be concluded in relation to the public protector. So, what we say is that the public protector must be respected. And Comrade Mzwandile Masina yesterday, addressing the press conference, explained our position succinctly that uh, the ANC welcomed the report of the public protector. We as the ANC, we are defined by one thing. The respect for the rule of law even judgments that are against us that don't favor us they are always underlined by the respect for the rule of law we respect the outcome of the courts but nonetheless we will take them on review we don't attack judges personally of course there is a period in time where comrades attacked judges personally and we call to order it, the judges are not demigods. you can differ with them, and their judgment can also be challenged in a court of law, and that is why you've got recourse up until the apex court in this country, but the rule of law teaches us that we must respect the organs of the state, and the ANC cannot be at the helm of eroding the power of the state. An undermining of the rule of law. If anything were to apply, or our president were to be found on the wrong side of the law, or anything of that sort, and then he's got an answer to answer to in a court of law. The ANC has got its own processes. There is no challenge with regard to that. Before, we did not have that. When things were happening, we did not have How we respond to an ANC comrade who is arrested and accused of this and that. How do we respond to that? We did not have. It's only in 2017, here in Nazareth, where we formulated an approach. And the renewal seeks us to strengthen that particular position. We never had integrity commissions in the ANC. We never. We've got them now because of the... Of the, of the renewal processes of the ANC. So I'm saying, ANC members, disabuse abuse yourselves of rushing for positions ahead of time. We've got the battle to win, we've got the war to win in this country. To go to our people. Fasir talked about intervention in terms of electricity. That is facing our people. And when people look at us, they are in Nazareth, they are fighting. Why would young people fight with their lives for a position and not find each other? You need to find each other, comrades, in terms of the conference and its leadership. It might as well happen that others you will not agree or whatever that it is. But do not fight with the conclusion that it is a alpha and omega, it is do or die. It can be do or die. It can be do or die. And the, the ANC guard these processes, look at them, and then attend to them, correctly so. We have now arrived at the conference, and the conference will make a determination about its way forward in relation to all the aspects of this conference. We don't have much time. We have lost time in terms of registration. And at headquarters, I can assure you, we are going to work to ensure that never again, even our national conference had to be postponed. We had it on digital platforms. Because we could not finish. Why? Because of registration. We must finish these processes and be able to manage our things like a ruling party. meticulously. And I want to thank the media, which is something that we don't do all the time. Not because we are newsworthy. I know we are newsworthy. Because in this conference they expect to go to our hands. So they want those, those, those news. But I want to thank you for being with us uh, throughout till late, and even this morning, in terms of this conference. That is the importance that you attach to this conference of the youth league. And uh, I can assure you that it has not been an easy process, it has been a difficult process to get to this point. I now came to this conference, we've got a bilateral with the South African Communist Party today at Luchuli House. The president will be here tomorrow. We've got the bilateral with the COSAT on Sunday. What are we discussing there? Today we discuss the state of the NTR with the Communist Party. And we also discuss the reconfiguration, which is a document of the Communist Party. So those are the two things we are discussing. And in the next coming weeks, we'll be having a National Executive Committee. What is that national executive committee going to do It's going to look at the anc manifesto how have we performed since we have been elected in government because uh, everybody says the anc is underperforming and i want to believe we are judged on one issue and we must not be defensive where we have failed as a party that is the nature and that is what has made south africans to believe in the African National Congress, to admit in its own failures and with the determination to overcome them. So in the next two weeks, we will examine this question and give answers, not propaganda, because we are judged now on one issue, which is load shedding. How the economy has performed. You all know, comrades, we had COVID in this country. COVID has taken 2 million jobs at the core within a very short space of time. We are navigating through those challenges. The global economy itself has not been responding well. Now we are faced with the biggest challenge of Russia-Ukraine. And that's why we have said there, we are non-aligned. I've heard her what she says. She's a diplomat. Young people must not be diplomats. And don't apologize for thinking. Uwe, um, there's a platform in. Comrade SG, I want to apologize. Why do you apologize? Just talk. We will tell you how far you can go. Until you go over the line. Just talk. It is open. But don't talk about ANC problems and think that is politics in public. Talk about the revolution. If the ANC you think is selling out On the revolution, who is going to tell us if the Youth League is not going to tell us? Khalima Mutlande says, the ANC Youth League is a necessary irritation. When you irritate us about what you say, hey, what are you saying? It's a necessary irritation. That's why you were formed. The Youth League is about that, comrades. And that is what we expect from our youth league. And the youth league must be molded and be supported in that regard, in terms of preserving its autonomy. Not uh, this thing of preserving positions for powers, for friends. Because my friend can't make it. And then Namdi uh, Mumbalula, because in 2027, the is president, so my friend must be elected at all costs. At the expense of the organization what rubbish is that we can't allow that we must divide the youth here because uh, my chances of making it in the list are dependent on these people so that i can be an mp so this youth league then is a is a scramble for power cannot be the mps of tomorrow of the anc are going to come from you I told the NYTP, they are going to come from them. There's nobody except them. That's why we must pay particular attention to our development, starting with the SG. So we must go to school and study and have degrees and celebrate education and make it fashionable. That's what is important. We can no longer celebrate mediocre because I can tell you the youth of this country are not going to follow mediocrity. They are no longer. When you are a leader, you must pay, pay particular attention. When you are a member of the ANC, you must pay personal attention to your own development. So that when we call you and say we deploy you, comrades, which we don't apologize for that, you must say no as the again to ya the boss. Inyaka uba digi. Kauba kina li di masters ta ta ntateki leskolu. You must not be apologetic about that. And then utsama ya urapela. Eh di conference una na urwetetsa favor. If you do that, everybody will think is making a favor, you will become a voting voting kettle in the conference. And comrades, I want to thank you, delegates. There have been a number of disruptions uh, at the voting registration, but the majority of you, you have conducted yourself patiently and with discipline. And uh, it does not mean that you don't have issues, but uh, you understood that you came to the ANC conference. And I'm going to ask you, comrades, you must be disciplined and work diligently because you've got to cover time for this conference. Uh, You've got to cover time for this conference. Uh, You have been very patient. You stood by in the cold and uh, you were there. Now you are adding to the list of the Western Cape. But the Western Cape is leading. Last week we had a conference in the Western Cape. I've never gone to such a peaceful conference of the ANC, but comrades differing, including about leadership, who must be elected, who must not be elected. I opened that conference, the president closed it. There was no single incident of anarchy in that conference. One comrade had issues about step aside, I told him that uh, this is the position of the organization, and I wrote to him that uh, you need to step aside, it stays. And when I look at the hall, this comrade had support, he would have made it with flying colours. But that comrade, I want to respect him today in this platform. As I repeat for what I said in Limpopo last week. Because he said, comrade SG, I'm not going to delay conference of the ANC because of any other matter like that. I accept what you explained to me. And then uh, I will not contest. He did not contest. And he's a very capable capable comrade. I've known him for years, personally. And uh, it was difficult for me to convey that message to him. But now I'm Secretary General. I've got to speak. I've got to be the bearer of good and bad news. And uh, most of the time, comrades, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news because our organization is not in a good state. And I reckon that uh, most of you may not like what I correspond on behalf of the organization. When the president reshuffles cabinet, he only calls those people he wants in his cabinet. Those he has chucked out, he said, SG, you must call them. <laughs> now I must call a comrade and face his comrade and say, John you have done very well, but you are not coming back and we we'll wish you well. And the organization still think highly about you did (laughs) you now this is what i signed for so if in the youth league i come and comrades believe that sg and some of the comrades i know and uh, even in the last conference who supported me were at the helm of saying malula must be sg you must understand one thing comrades. I was elected by conference to lead you, all of you, even those who did not want me. So today, I'm the Secretary-General of the ANC. Even you, even if you supported me, I cannot bend rules for you because you supported me. I must actually act very hard against you, who supported me, so that ubonega sheguti shinji lizid. Uguti <laughs> if I was electing him to make him my legi that is not going to happen. We are now in the position where we've got to lead. And I want to thank comrades, the respect you accord to the organization, it's not uh, Mbalula, the respect you accord to the ANC, the engagement, been very difficult. Some of the comrades complained to me about this and that, the conference, and they leaked these stories to the media. No, this conference is illegitimate and all of that. I wrote him a letter. I told him, he now goes around and says he's suspended. He's not suspended. He's not. I said to him, the right you have been given to lead here is not the right, it's a privilege. We can withdraw it. And then I told him that... That thing cannot even delay the Youth League Conference because you are not elected. You were appointed. We can withdraw you anytime. The same as we did with Noneva, we did with Cho, uh, Joy. We can do it even with the NYTD because some of them, they put their hands.
3: They are not helping this process.
10: Because they are given a task. No, I'm saying it, comrade. you can differ with me, but I'm telling you. Yes, you've got a right to differ, but I'm telling you, you can differ with me, but that the truth you must know. Now I am saying to you comrades, this conference is not a Mbalula conference, it's not uh, anybody's conference, it's a conference of delegates. <laughs> now we are surrendering to you delegates. We are surrendering to you that uh, here is your organization take it over and run it we're surrendering and that is what uh, we are doing here today and it has been a very difficult journey and a very painful one for a number of years we have journeyed with you to come to this point so we want to thank you comrades uh, for your determination to get to this point and at the same time with all the difficulties for all of you uh, for having endured uh, all the time to have arrived at this particular point. So, yeah we've deployed NEC members they've been mentioned others will join uh, we've deployed them to work for the overseeing of this particular conference. So, they are here. Yeah, Uh, to ensure that we go to, uh, we have a successful conference of the ANC youth league. And comrades will be guided and accept that guidance uh, properly. And the conferences are run by rules, and uh, I suppose we will actually observe those particular rules. There's not been anything personal with anybody. You've got a great future in the ANC, and you still have got a role to play, some of you, and like most of you, are now leaders of the ANC in your own name uh, and right, and we appreciate that. As we come here, we have lost a number of comrades because of COVID. We have lost a number of comrades who were in leadership structures of the Youth League. Some of them have been killed through violent acts in different provinces. Some of them, we have lost them through accidents. And they are not yet to witness us reconvening here at Nazareth. And after that, comrades, I think it will be befitting before I conclude that we stand up and observe a moment of silence. For all our comrades who have lost, who are members of the Youth League, who will have been here with us here today uh, to witness and to participate in the processes that conclude this conference. And I'll ask all male comrades to take off their hats as we take a one-minute observance of silence. Amanda,
3: our two uh,
10: comrades, uh, our international guests that uh, I think will be introduced as the time goes on. Uh, you are welcome, dear. Uh, but uh, thank you very much, uh, comrades. And uh, we wish you a very successful conference, robust conference of the ANCU Youth League. And I wish all the comrades who served in the NYTT great future in the ANC, even tomorrow when we call you for other tasks in other provinces in the organization, please respond uh, positively uh, in that particular task. For comrades uh, who are young, who are going to still journey on this path of the youth league, all the best. I can assure you, comrades. Any time, any moment, uh, any given day, Luthuli House is there for you. We will listen to you. We'll support you. Uh, as young people of the ANC, Malusi is here. As a former president, he is here. As a former SG, comrade Lulu Johnson is there also for you and many other veterans of the youth league umzwandile zi amper presidents <laughs> ningaba that serious <laughs> umzwandile azange nditsho i've a term ye nytt you know stories comes wandile is very important Comrades came to a conference there dikuti bazonyula upule Umduli um, as yes, the Secretary General. Um Zwandile was bowing out of a conference. Umzuwandile was told at the doorstep, Equipodia, as serious. Ugutin comfaya, Kuba, Uguti, This thing must start afresh. And then it must be turned into a consultative, whatever that it is. Umzuandile and his team they accepted. Because they were interim, they never fought with the leadership about that. Because Mzwandile was over age, anyway. Uh, so he was not contesting to be president. The person who was contesting was Pule. That's uh, Pule bomb. That is. These things do happen. Don't take them to heart. Uh, don't take them to heart, Comrade Cola. Um Satika Gubi. Zian Zeka Ezizinto. Andafumi, Ugutikauka Lelong Umbuto. Ukuti kuwa lewa enufu laya kipozoi. Uma yen lord. It's a It will injure you heavily. Because I can, I can assure you that people will answer. This thing here, where there was been insulted by people who were not even delegates in the conference of the ANC is business as usual, up to the next conference. Kutugi Kutugi there was no order. It cannot be. Conferences are there for decency, for engagement. And for comrades to conduct themselves in a disciplined fashion. Other comrades say on Facebook, Si is suspension. disuspend the suspended about the, the is, and you know the ANC and you know the UDM and you know the ANC delegated more than 4,000 I will never cower to anarchy that must be clear I will never so there so there me and I
3: am
10: not coming. I'm not coming to anarchy comrades. This is your ANC, you must defend it. See in apapande utshenzwa garuna. Sadiswa Must never allow that. We must conduct ourselves in a particular manner. I come to the I come to ngazumanyela. I come to Chonjahal. Comrades must be listened. They must engage. <inaudible> is but we are not here to see your rise forever. We don't have that time. We don't have the money to do that. You are delegates. And you must listen to me. You are delegates. This conference is in your hands. Now you can carry it. We have carried it till this far. And you must continue. Thank you very much, Delegate Shonipeke Gle. So, I wish you well, comrades, and I wish all members of the NEC to work with you diligently in this conference. But, uh, comrades Mzwandi, 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 is not deployed, there is an invite. Uh, Mzwandi, Masobo, Navanya, Bacoyo, up, Decon, and Desaya Communist Party, but in on behalf of the ANC, you must answer whatever that comrades want to ask, uh, but it must not be for long. Uh, we must go and conclude, and then uh, we move ahead with the conference. Malusi knows that uh, our conference in Siabuswa 1991 was very volatile. When they could chase, and I'm sorry to we elected Pitam as the president of the youth league, and Rapulani as the secretary general. and it was very tough. So, I want to thank you, comrades, for your behavior, and I wish you all the best. And then uh, conduct yourself very well. And uh, we love you all. Thank you very much. Amaka, Amaku, too Aruna, Aruna, Royal Lions Ro, Royal Lions Ro, Lions
3: Ro,
10: Kanjani, Uzoido la gancha ni.
3: Pata
10: ANC si, pata.
3: A-ha.
10: Pata ANC si, pata. A-ha. Kokela ramo posa kokela. Kokela ramo posa kokela. Kokela mashatila kokela. Kokela mashatila kokela. Kokela mandache kokela. kokela. kokela Coquela, non vula, coquela. Coquela, oh, yeah. Marupini, coquela. Coquela, oh, yeah. eh, Gigi, Ramukopa, coquela. Oh, Amanja. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pagama, you Pagama. Oh, yeah. Pagama, you Pagama. I peel, you slick, I Salute.
1: That was uh, the address by the African National Congress uh, Secretary-General Fakili Mbalula uh, speaking at the African National Congress Youth League elective conference uh, that has been taking place this weekend. And uh, that's going to conclude uh, the Pan-African Journal special worldwide radio broadcast for Sunday, uh, July second, twenty 2023. We have been broadcasting live from our studios in downtown Detroit. We'd like to thank all of our listeners uh, for tuning in uh, once again to yet another edition of our program. If you'd like to have access to this program, just go to our website at the Pan African Radio Network. That's at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pan African Journal. That's uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pan-African Journal. And if you'd like to uh, read the Pan-African Newswire so you can stay abreast of many of the most pressing and burning issues of the day, just go to our website at panafricannews.blogspot.com. That's panafricannews.blogspot.com. We'll close out uh, with the music of uh, Clifford Brown. This is Abayomi Azikoway signing off and have a beautiful week.
3: Lullaby of Birdland, that's what I always hear when you sigh. Never in my wordland could there be ways to reveal in a phrase how I feel. Have you ever heard to Turtle dove, Bill and Coo,
2: when they love. That's the kind of magic music
3: we make with our lips when we kiss. And there's a weepy old willow. He really knows how to cry. That's how I'd cry on my pillow. If you should tell me farewell and goodbye. Lullaby of Birdland Whisper low Kiss me sweet And we'll go Flying high in Birdland High in the sky Up above All because we're in love (laughs) do do be 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 do and there's a weepy old willow. He really knows how to cry. That's how I cry in my pillow. If you should tell me farewell and goodbye. Lullaby a Birdland, whisper low. Kiss me free and we'll go. Flying high in Birdland, high in the sky up above, all because we're in love. April in Paris, chestnuts in Blafroon, holiday tables under the trees. April in Paris. This The table under the tree.